You're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Maurice Pickard, your host, and with me today is Dr. Norbert Goldfield. Dr. Goldfield is the Executive Director of Healing Across Divides, a nonprofit organization in the United States. Thank you very much for joining us today. My pleasure to be here. Today we're going to be discussing new initiatives to bringing improved health care for Palestinians and Israelis. Dr. Goldfield, could you tell me a little bit about your organization and its vision and purpose? There are three aspects to the Healing Across the Divides. And I would say, in terms of background, I'm an internist, and I've lived in the United States almost all my life. I was born in Europe, but I've gone to medical school. I'm a board-certified internist. I see patients uh, two days a week. And in addition, I've been going to Israel to see families since the 1960s. And starting in 1996, I brought my family to Israel to expose them to issues within Israel and so they could meet my family that's in Israel, uh, distant cousins and so forth. But also starting in 1996, I started seeing patients both uh, within Israel and also on the West Bank. And a couple of years ago, I started this organization, which is an American 501c3 called Healing Across the Divide, which again has three missions. Number one is we provide grants to community-based organizations within Israel and Palestine to improve the health of their populations. Number two, we assist with a technical advisory panel of some of the best researchers in the world, help these organizations to document the improvement or challenges. We certainly also facilitate these organizations to meet with each other if they so desire. And number three, the third mission is for the community-based organizations to document the challenges and bring those stories back to the United States and I arrange for speaking tours for these groups to come and tell their story to the three constituencies that are most important in the United States with respect to Israeli-Palestinian peace. Number one, Jewish Americans. Number two, Arab Americans. And number three, general policy audiences. Or to put it differently, I'm not one of those 15 or 20 or 30 people who could really make a difference with respect to the Israeli-Palestinian peace process. I'm certainly not one of them. But I do recognize that I do have something to offer, and therefore I'm trying to empower community-based organizations that are interested in healthcare issues, because without health, education, and economic activity, I don't believe there can be peace. I'm trying to empower those organizations to, in fact, build peace from the bottom up. So you do believe that by contributing to better health and a commitment within a community, that policymakers may hear this, and it may lead or improve the peace process. And I would say that that's an indirect, not a direct correlation, which is to say that by having Palestinians, for example, as they did last year, come from the Palestine Medical Relief Society, speak to Jewish American audiences, and one of them was the first to speak to groups within the American Jewish Committee in New York. Uh, he was also the second after Sarah Nusebe, the president of Al-Quds University, to speak to all the Jewish organizations in the Boston building. I think that that can lead to that presentation of their ideas and their challenges pertaining to improving health, in this case for diabetes and hypertension and other chronic illnesses, can lead to an awareness on the part of American policymakers that some of these barriers to health can be improved. And if you do improve and lower those barriers, that can lead to a better sensibility on the part 
of Palestinians and Israelis as they work with each other towards an Israeli-Palestinian peace process. Do you have any projects that are ongoing right now that may tell us a little bit about this message? So there are three essentially types of projects that we're funding right now. Number one, they both fall under the rubric of either women's health or chronic diseases. So an example is on the Palestine Medical Relief Society, which is the largest NGO delivering primary health care in the West Bank and Gaza. Our projects only work in Gaza, in uh, the West Bank at the present time. There, we've done training and we're working with the healthcare providers and community health workers. So the community health workers who come from the community in these uh, 20 plus sites, and they are trained within a school of community health workers. It's a three-year training program, quite a remarkable accomplishment. And they come from the village or the town that they go back to, and they work with primary health care practitioners, nurses, physicians, and others, to improve the health of diabetes within a community framework. We provide them at Healing Across the Divides both with funding, technical expertise, and working together with other NGOs, we provide them, for example, most recently with half a million tablets of a statin to lower cholesterol, which, of course, as we all know, is very much often accompaniment for patients who have diabetes. And so they work within a community framework to improve diabetes care. Conversely, on the Israeli side, to give another example, some of you may be aware that there's a fairly large Orthodox Jewish component to Israel. Approximately 20% plus a percent of Israeli Jews are, are very religious. Many of these individuals are extremely poor for a whole variety of reasons that are beyond today's conversation. One of the projects that we're funding is supporting an Orthodox Jewish women's organization that is not so much using the terms empowerment to, quote-unquote, empower Orthodox Jewish women, because that would not be the kind of the language, shall we say, or the framework that might be as acceptable. But in fact, this Orthodox Jewish women's group is doing the same thing by encouraging, through a variety of different projects that we're funding, that uh, Orthodox Jewish women will see it as a good deed, or a mitzvah, as we say, for God to encourage them to take care of themselves. And that pertains to a whole range of issues which are important within the Orthodox Jewish community, Jewish women's community, such as a high rate of breast cancer diagnosed late, domestic violence, a whole range of issues which, frankly, commonly afflict low-income populations, but as a consequence, not surprisingly, also afflict low-income Orthodox Jewish women. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Maurice Pickard, and I'm speaking with Dr. Norbert Goldfield, and we're discussing new initiatives to improve health care both in Israel and in Palestine. You've touched on an interesting subject of women's issues. I'm struck by that the same women's issues that Orthodox women might experience might also be experienced in the Arab community. No question about it. And my expectation is, as the projects go along, that, in fact, they will find a lot of common ground because the exact same themes are present, which is to say uh, we're funding this group in uh, Jerusalem of Orthodox Jewish women. We're also funding an Israeli Arab or an Israeli-Palestinian group called Women Against Violence, not just on issues pertaining to domestic violence, but also on general health issues. 
And then we're also funding a Palestinian women's group in Bethlehem, led by a Christian organization that, in fact, my expectation is that within a year, they will be all meeting with each other face-to-face. Initially, they will be, I'm sure, within six months, be speaking with each other over the phone because, in fact, the issues that I highlighted in my previous response are exactly the same. And unfortunately, many of these challenges, you know, impact women throughout the world. And so there are issues that pertain to either women as a class of individuals or the issues pertaining to income. And so as a consequence, it never ceases to amaze me as I go, and I just came back a few weeks ago, uh, where I was in Bethlehem meeting with this group, I was in Jerusalem meeting with this other group, and lastly I did a training, an all-day training session on issues pertaining to community awareness and, and a community empowerment with a group in Nazareth, that in fact, all the issues are the same. There's just a slightly different kind of language and a slightly different way of approaching it, but in fact, in the final analysis, There aren't too many ways to go about it, and in fact, the final analysis, they're all going about it the same way, but using their own language. I can't help but feel that, you know, women are the great communicators, and when you see them in our country, the United States, how they often talk about major issues, where males often talk about how the Cubs are doing, or some other, shall we say, not as important thing in health care. That women provide the health care, they're the caregivers, and it's intriguing that here's an opportunity that you may get women of multiple countries and cultures to talk about issues that are all common to them. Well, that's exactly the point, and I appreciate the question. So that's exactly why we focus, uh, one of the foci of Healing Across the Divides is on women's health, the other being on issues, broadly speaking, to chronic diseases, because that, in fact, is our modern-day epidemic that we all confront. But with respect to women's health, historically, and my mother was no exception, my mother being a Holocaust survivor and literally scraped by, you know, with scraps of food as the way she and my father didn't know each other at the time of the war, but survived. But of course, my mother always wanted everything for myself and my sister. And these women are no different. And we're trying to encourage that message, but also say, because we know we can never discourage that message, because that message will always be present because you know, maybe that's how women are, which is to say that they're much more nurturing than uh, many of us men. But for sure, what we're also trying to say is that you will be much more effective in pursuing your stated goal of nurturing your children, making sure that they're educated, uh, and so forth, by at the same time taking care of your own health, and that, in fact, the two are not mutually exclusive. So my mother always was that way. She always, frankly skipped on all these different appointments or different kind of preventive health type of issues when, in fact, that would have been to her benefit. And that's, in essence, what we're trying to encourage with these projects uh, on women's health is that, in fact, not only is it important for women to focus on their own health so that they can not only improve the health of their children, but, as you pointed out in your query, that they are the great communicators. They are, in many ways, the backbones of the communities, and they're the ones some people might believe, that might be key to some aspects of the Israeli-Palestinian peace process. For our audience who wants to know more about your organization, Healing Across Divides, how can they obtain it? The best way, really, is there's a website with a very simple web name called www.healingdivides.org because we focus on many different divides, not just the divides between Israelis and Palestinians, but between rich Israelis and, and poor Israelis, 
and there are even a few, not very many, wealthy Palestinians. So there are many divides that we focus in on, and there's a lot of information that's available at www.healingdivides.org, which also indicates my email address, and I'd be happy to dialogue with anybody who's interested. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Norbert Goldfield. We've been discussing your organization, Healing Across Divides, and its attempt and hopefully improvement in health care initiatives both in Israel and in Palestine. I'm Dr. Maurice Pickard, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on Reach MD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. For questions and comments, please send your emails to XMReachMD or visit us on ReachMD.com. Thank you for listening.